Hi guys, this is Ryan Rufus and I want to speak to you today about breaking the spirit of discouragement. I want to share a couple of things quickly and then I want to pray for you. And if you are experiencing um, a, a spirit of discouragement trying to come and intimidate you and discourage you and get you to give up and to run away and to hide and be silent, then I want to pray for you and we're going to agree and we're going to break that thing off your life so that the clouds part and the sky turns blue and the sunshine of heaven shines on your life and the joy of God comes back, the peace of God comes back, the encouragement of God comes back and a fresh vigor and energy and drive comes back into your spirit to continue to run ahead in the things of God. So get ready for that. We all go through uh, discouragement and times of discouragement. Uh, sometimes they are natural circumstances. I, I believe there's two kinds of discouragement. There's a natural discouragement and then there's a spirit of discouragement. The natural discouragement, you can overcome that by just your mind, by thinking, by rationalizing, by getting a higher perspective and seeing things from a, from a better perspective in order to overcome that discouragement. But when it's spiritual, you can't reason it away. You can't rationalize it. You can't overcome it just by uh, having a, a better perspective. You actually need to break it off in the spirit. And so a lot of people, they, they, a spirit of intimidation and discouragement comes upon them and they don't, they don't know how to break it off. They just continue to endure through it and it weighs them down and crushes them. Um, and eventually they just give up whatever they were attempting in God and try something new. And uh, I don't believe God wants that for you. If God has called you into the ministry, if he's called you to start a business, if he's called you to do something new and you know he's called you to do that, um, don't let a spirit of discouragement take you out and stop you from doing that. And perhaps right now you're walking through a time of intimidation. Uh, and what I'm picking up now actually is more prophetic. What I want to share is, is more prophetic. And so you just hear and catch whatever you need to hear in the spirit, because the spirit of God wants to break um, intimidation off your life. And uh, you're not called to walk around being intimidated and discouraged. You're called to be a, a powerful person of God and to speak the truth and to speak the gospel and to step out in business, to step out in ministry and to go after those things. And God has given you a voice. It's an important voice and the enemy wants to silence it and shut you up, especially if you've just stepped out in something new. The devil always wants to come right at the very early stages and to stop it from happening. Just like God had called Moses to be a deliverer leader, the devil came and tried to kill him when he was a baby. Uh, just like uh, Jesus, the Messiah, was, come, uh, was sent by God to deliver the world and the enemy to try to take him out when he was a baby as well. Even when Jesus started his ministry, remember he was led into the wilderness where the enemy tempted him for 40 days and the enemy tried to tempt Jesus and get him to uh, give up his ministry and abandon his ministry and, and go after something else. Even Moses at the beginning of of his ministry, God had called him to be a deliverer leader. Um, Moses tried to help God and got in the flesh and killed the Egyptian. Then he got found out about and he fled into the wilderness uh, where he, for 40 years he just got lost in the wilderness by himself facing all kinds of discouragement until he had a supernatural encounter with God. And so the, the enemy always tries to take you out at the very early stages. And so most times we don't realize 
um, that the discouragement we're feeling is actually a spirit of discouragement. As soon as we realize it's a spirit of discouragement, it's actually easy to break. You can go into your room and just and, and take authority over it, break its power and command it to go and it'll go. But uh, most times we don't actually realize what's happening. And uh, the other day, um, I was getting a little bit discouraged um, because uh, because an article that I, I had written um, wasn't getting the kind of response that I, I was hoping that it got. And, um, you know, a little thought kind of, I know it's pretty pathetic, but a little thought went off in my mind, um, which I entertained, which was, you know, no one's interested in what you've got to say, um, you, you know, and then, and then I, I, I entertained that thought and allowed that thought to continue. And so I was starting to think things like, you know, what's the point of writing an article? What's the point of preaching? What's the point of ministering? No one's that interested. No one really cares. Um, you may as well just shut up. It's like the enemy found a vulnerability in my thinking um, where I didn't take thoughts captive. You know, the Bible says our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against principalities and power. And the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're spiritual to the pulling down of strongholds. And we take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. But I wasn't taking these thoughts captive and making them obedient to the truth of Christ. I was actually entertaining lies and discouragement and intimidation. And, I, and the more I kind of entertained it, the worse it got. And the more discouragement came upon me. And I was starting to think things like, well, you may as well just not, go and do something else. You know, maybe you're not called to ministry. Um, and it, it was actually just ridiculous. And that happened just before I went to bed. I went to sleep that night, very discouraged. And then I had a dream. And in my dream, um, someone from my past actually appeared in my dream. Um, I was at a church and, um, and this person from my past was at this church and this person from my past was actually someone that always used to try to intimidate me and make me feel inadequate um, and whenever I was around them I always felt you know just discouraged um, and then and then I woke up uh, the next morning feeling twice as discouraged and I didn't deal with it through the day um, but I, I was kind of like well what's happening I was just trying to mentally figure out what was going and just try to reason it away, but it wasn't going away. It was hanging around this heavy discouragement that was on me, like a blank, like a heavy blanket. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And and then that night I went to sleep. I had a I had another dream and that same person was in my dream. Um, this time I was at my home with my wife. We were entertaining a lot of international guests. Um, and when I woke up, I thought, okay, God, you're trying to get my attention. Um, this is a re reoccurring dream that I've had two nights in a row. God, what are you trying to say to me? And um, I felt God is saying to me, um, you know, it's not about that person. Uh, it's about there's a spirit that that person represents. And God said, and that's a spirit of discouragement um, because that person uh, used to intimidate me, try to intimidate me and try to discourage me and make me feel inadequate. And actually, I would have this feeling of wanting to quit and give up. Um, when I was around that person and God said that that's actually that's what you're facing right now Ryan you, you're facing a spirit of uh, intimidation and discouragement and it's coming against you in the church arena to do with your ministry in churches and also um, your ministry your online minist teaching ministry um, there's a spirit of discouragement coming against you trying to stop you from ministering in churches and trying to stop you from your online ministry basically trying to get you to shut up to be discouraged and to give up um, and, and so suddenly like, um, my, the lights came on and I realized, okay, that's what I'm facing. 
It's a spirit of discouragement. And from that point on, it actually felt easy. I thought, now that I know what it is, I can deal with it. And dealing with it is easy because I've got authority in Christ and I can stand in my authority in Christ and I can take authority over demonic spirits and they don't have the right to just resist me. As soon as I stand in my authority, those spirits, they have to go. And so... I, I went out um, outside in, in this place where I pray sometimes, or I play, pray in my room. But uh, this time I went outside and I just said, that's it. I take authority over this, this, uh, this, spirit, of, of, this spirit of discouragement and I break its power right now and I command it to go. And instantly the thing broke and shifted and all of a sudden I felt, I felt it lift. I felt peace of God come back on me. Whew, I felt the joy of God. Um, I, I just, I just felt that heaviness just lift, and all of a sudden, the the light, grace of God, the peace of God, the strength of God flooded back to me. Um, and then I also felt God challenging me over my thought life, because um, one of the biggest challenges I've had lately is in my psychology, um, my my mental state, and trying to keep a healthy psychology and a healthy mental state. And I felt God challenging me, saying, Ryan, don't speak. Don't agree with lies over your thoughts, over yourself. If you know you, you you're walking through um, a new season where you don't feel like you have a lot of momentum, you're starting again, you're starting this ministry. Um, it feels like there's a lot of seed under the ground, but not a lot on top of the ground to show for all your hard work. Um, and so you can look at what's not there um, and then get discouraged. And begin to speak that over your life and to speak it over your mind. And, and I've kind of been doing that a little bit lately. And God's been challenging me saying, Ryan, don't do that. And come with the opposite spirit and actually speak truth over yourself and speak life over, your, over yourself. And don't look at what's not there, but look in the spirit. Ryan, look at what I've called you to. Look at the promises that are on your life. Look at the things that I've said about you. And, um, and, and Ryan, I've given you a voice and I've called you to ministry and I've called you to minister and to tell people the gospel and to preach truth and to speak truth. And, and now just declare that over yourself. Don't agree with lies. And, oh, no, you, no one wants to listen. You're not reaching that many people. Don't agree with that stuff. Come against in the opposite spirit and speak life over yourself. And so actually I've, I've had to do like repenting. God, you know, there's two ways to deal with um, the spirit of discouragement. One is to break it in the spirit. The second is to repent and to change, which is to change your mind, change your thinking. Don't agree with um, demonic lies, but actually agree with truth, agree with heaven, agree with what God has said um, over you. And, uh, you know, one Timothy, two, Second Timothy 1 verse 7 says, we haven't been given a spirit of fear but of love, power, and a sound mind. And uh, Corinthians uh, 10, I think 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians 10 says that um, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they spiritual, spiritual. You know, we're dealing with demonic stuff. We're dealing with spiritual things, not just carnal, natural, but spiritual. And we take captive every thought. Um, And then uh, Ephesians chapter 6 says that our wrestle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers and the dark, dark forces against the demonic realm. And then it says, but stand in the gospel and put on the helmet of salvation, which protects your mind. And so there is this connection between um, our thought life, our mind um, and 
the von and how vulnerable we are to spiritual demonic attacks. And so if we're standing in the gospel, standing in our salvation, believing the truth about our salvation, if we're taking every thought captive and making it obedient to Christ, and if we are um, not agreeing with the spirit of fear, but are agreeing with the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind, you know, we can actually come into a place where our mind is focused on heaven, focused on God, thinking heavenly thoughts, thinking about Christ, agreeing with truth. And the more we do that, the less vulnerable we are to um, demonic spirits coming and attacking our mind and trying to find vulnerabilities in our mind to bring a spirit of discouragement, intimidation. Um, and so that's why we're supposed to fix our thoughts on Jesus, fix our mind on Jesus. And, and, when, you, and when you find that your thoughts, you're agreeing with lies, you're agreeing with fear, we just need to repent. You know, that's the second way we deal with the, with the spirit of discouragement. It's, it's through repentance, but not Old Covenant style repentance of trying to, trying to earn something, but actually where we simply change our mind and agree with heaven, agree with God, um, and align our thoughts with heaven. And, and that actually brings us into a healthy mental state, a healthy psychology. And when we actually have a healthy psychology, the enemy finds it really, he, he doesn't find any opportunities or vulnerabilities. Um, and so you'll find a spirit of discouragement struggles to come on you. Um, it's only when we start to think lowly thoughts and agree with lies and agree with fear and discouragement and what's not happening and agree with unbelief that's when all of a sudden the spirit of discouragement can come on you. So right now, I just want to pray for you. So if you're facing discouragement, then um, I just want you to close your eyes and agree with me in prayer. And the power of God is going to reach to you right now and to work in your situation. So let's close our eyes. Father, right now, I just thank you for this person that is watching this video and that can hear the sound of my voice. Father, I thank you that you are right there with them in that room and you know what they're walking through, the discouragement, the intimidation that they're feeling. And God, I thank you that it's not of you. You haven't given them a spirit of fear, but you've given them a spirit of love power and a sound mind. And so right now, we agree together in faith, we stand in the gospel, we stand in our authority in Christ, and we take authority over the spirit of discouragement, and we break its power right now in the name of Jesus, and we command it to go in Jesus' name. And we, Father, we thank you for it right now. We just thank you in Jesus' name. It is done. It is smashed. It is broken. Any spirits trying to hang around, God, I pray, come and deal violently with them in Jesus' name. And I speak a full release right now over this precious person. And God, I just thank you for your peace, your supernatural peace that comes over them right now. I thank you for a restoration of joy of freedom. Lord, we just thank you that those heavy clouds, that heavy blanket is lifted. The clouds are blown away and the sunshine of heaven begins to shine upon them once again. Lord, I thank you for your encouragement. I thank you for your courage that you put inside of them. I thank you for fresh energy, fresh vigor, fresh strength beginning to fill them right now, beginning to fill their soul, their mind, begin to fill their physical being. So right now, went. Why don't you just go ahead and just repent where you've agreed with lies, agreed with unbelief. Just say, Father, I repent. I'm sorry for agreeing with lies, for unbelief. 
um, I just change my mind. I change my thinking and I agree with heaven. I agree with truth. I agree with Jesus and the new covenant. I thank you that I am a beloved child of God, highly favored by God, that you have blessed me in the heavenly places with every blessing in Christ Jesus. And God, I just agree with you. I thank you that you have called me, that you have anointed me, you've chosen me. And God, you've given me a voice and you've given me giftings. And God, I'm not going to shrink back. I'm not going to be intimidated. I step forward by the grace of God. I take a hold of those things and I say, yes, God, you can use me. I'm going to step into the things of God. I thank you, God, for fresh grace upon this person that you would just empower them by your grace in Jesus' name. Let them experience a refreshing, a strengthening right now in the name of Jesus. And Holy Spirit, just give them discernment and help them to recognize in the future just a spirit of discouragement and any other foul spirits trying to find vulnerabilities in them, to recognize them and to resist them and to deal with them in Jesus' name. I bless them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Kylie and I would like to invite you to prayerfully consider financially partnering with New Nature Ministries so that together we can reach further with the gospel. God has given us a worldwide mission to see people saved, set free and walking in the spirit. As this ministry continues to grow by the grace of God and with your help, our focus will increasingly be on producing numerous teaching resources, planning churches, developing a Bible academy, hosting international conferences, developing a ministry network, TV ministry, and setting up a charity to help children who are victims of abuse. The reality is it costs time and money to do this well. And just like a local church, we rely on the faithful generosity of financial partners who believe in this ministry. Your partnership makes a big difference and effectively will impact people for eternity. As a thank you gift, we'd like to bless you with a free e-copy of all of our current books. We would truly value your partnership and hope that you would consider standing with us in what we believe is an eternally significant and important purpose from God. We love and value our partners and look forward to connecting with you in joint partnership on a mission together. And with all of our love, we want to say thank you and God bless.